On this episode of Puros Miners, bro, we talk about another UTEP loss, plus we preview the North Texas game. We talk UTEP basketball, and my man Aaron Jones lighting it up. Puros Miners, bro. And welcome to Puros Miners, bro. Mondo the Marsh from Dina, along with Alex Nicolas. I will tell Alex, good luck, but he he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to talk about the series until it's over, so I'm not going to talk about it. It's a baseball thing. It's, it's a baseball it's thing. It's a superstitious baseball. Are thing. you one of these old 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 time baseball guys? Like, oh yeah. Like, are you one of these purists? Let, in let baseball me let me just give you an baseball? example. At the age of 31, so I uh, had I had been using these batting gloves in softball. Oh my god! And uh, wrecking with them, man, wrecking with them for the past year and a half. Well, they ripped like in June or something. So I had bought another pair. Um, I haven't really been comfortable with them. I had to go get the same ones from Amazon, and I'll tell you what: the past three weeks, I've been raking once again because I, you have the same because brand, I have exact, the, the same exact, type. And they're what they are is they're the skin, the hyper skin from Easton, and they have like okay. Pads now, in the uh, middle. no, no, I have something to ask you. Did you buy more than one pair? No, I didn't. Why'd you do that, I, man? And, and I look back on it now, you and I'm like, done I shouldn't it. have. But now I know where to find them again. Because right, well, the fl- you you hope because sometimes oh Amazon I, and this is like a free plug to Amazon. Amazon I, ain't paying I, I, me I nothing, understand that. I Amazon's understand that. But I'm just site. telling you, sometimes they're not available. No, that's a great point. That's a great great point. But I made sure to bookmark that on my work computer. Well, you so can you can always just go back to. Uh, Purchase again because I've done that stuff. Well, not only that, but I'll take care of these ones a little bit better because the other ones I didn't put them in the bag. I'd, every time I'd sweat after a game, I just kind of throw them in the bag. These ones, the past couple of weeks, I've been kind of taking care of them. All right, all right. we'll see out. what happens. But, see, yo, what hey, I do but, when I find something I really like, especially when it comes to workout shoes and running shoes, I'll buy like two because if I like it the first time, I'll buy another pair yeah. just in case. So now you know. All right, now that now I'm, I'm glad you're happy. Now it's time to get sad. Once again, the UTEP Miners look, lose a football game. Uh, this time to Louisiana Tech. Uh, Louisiana Tech six and one coming into this game. They end of course seven and one. And I'll tell you what they they play like the number one team in conference USA. And I I'm really not going to say that many bad things about this Utah football team because well let's go you know, through the they, sequence of the game. All right, go ahead then. We let's, can talk about. Let's this. go through the sequence of the game. It was close early on. You know, you, you feel in, you know, UTEP has that first series where they score and, you know, the game's close early on. Um, you know, and you get a feeling, well, you know, UTEP and LaTeX have played, UTEP, let's just say this, UTEP's played LaTeX well. Of course. Over the past couple of years. They um, could have won the, the game last year if you, it wasn't for Ferguson. You know, wh- whether it's, you know, LaTeX taking UTEP lightly, whatever the case may be. Um, but, you know, U- UTEP's down 14-7, you know, after that drive. And I'm not down yet. You know, I'm thinking, okay. You know, we move the ball well the first because drive. the UTEP offense moved the ball exactly. very well. And then once that snap went over the head of Kai yeah, Loxley, yeah. the air sailed out of this UTEP team. And, and and I wanted to go through the sequence because it just continues to show what we've been saying really since even the beginning of the year is UTEP's margin of error is so small. And particularly against a team that looked, like I said, looked a part of, of one of the best teams in Conference USA. That right there was a deflator because at that point, I mean, UTEP played. I mean, what, 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 what can we really I say? Can, I can UTEP say that played a quarter and, and a, a quarter and a, a perfect qu- ball, a quarter and a quarter of a quarter of of, of perfect because ball. Because here's until the that one point. thing: the one thing that I, that's always getting this minor football team is the penalties, and the miners didn't have their first penalty 
until the last only drive. Had three in the yeah, game. but but the first the first one wasn't until the last drive of Louisiana Tech right before halftime. That was their first penalty. Then then they they only had two other ones in the second half. So when he came to the penalties, which were like just killing them the past couple of games, they improved immensely on that. But now they got to be consistent. But like you said. Once you add that turnover, it's like so. It's what I said on the broadcast: is this is a team, especially right after that drive where they just scored right off the bat. And I, I will say this: Kyle Oxley looked pretty good. You know, Kyle Kyle Oxley played pretty good, uh, except for that one fumble. And of course, that's another thing that just went downhill because of the high snap. But I will say that the, the miners were hanging with them. They they legitimately were hanging with the best team in conference USA. Kyle Oxley looked the best. Like the the way he came out after the first drive, I was like, all right. Even though me and you were kind of excited that maybe we'd see Gavin Hardison because he had been upgraded to the number two because Brandon Jones had the concussion. We knew he was not going to play. So, but the way Brandon Jones, I mean, the, the way Kyle Oxley was playing, I was like, my man des- deserves to be the starting quarterback because he, that was the best I have seen Kyle Oxley ever. Right. Ever. You know, staying in the pocket. Not passing, you know, going through his reads, you know. Um, but he just had the one fumble, and it was because he was trying to get – he already had the first down. He was trying to get extra yardage. So, but, like, other than that, that's the best I've seen Kyle Oxley play. But you got to give it up to Louisiana Tech. That quarterback, uh, DeMar, DeJar, DeMar Smith, he was just amazing, man. Jamar. Jamar Smith. He just – he just he put some, some, some passes where, like – only his receiver was able to had any chance of getting him. A couple of them right in front of me. I was very impressed by Jamar Smith. You know, I was also impressed with the UTEP offensive line. Now, now I don't know. I, I mean, I want to give UTEP a lot of credit in this game for that. I don't even want to use the I word, but I just say not the improvement in a sense because I mean it still turned the ball over. You didn't really, you know, you didn't. Yeah, but that was that that was not an offensive line. It's not like somebody right, exactly. went up and, and it's not like if it was a, a fumble from a sack, right? But and and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, but but what I was trying to say is too is like, I mean, how we, we're not the, the jury may be out on how good LaTex pass rush is as well, even though we know they have some dogs over there. Um, you know what I mean? So I felt UTEP did what they could do. There, you know, you didn't see Kai bailing out. You also saw some separation. Some receivers were actually getting open downfield, yeah. and not only that, but we made some really good catches. There were some guys there that made some balls, caught some balls that were like, "Whoa, you, you haven't seen that all year." Um, but you know, that was encouraging. Is is not the fact that oh, you know what, you use that I word improvement, but the fact that you know this team did that against a really good football team. You know, for you know, like I said, a quarter and a few minutes. You know what I mean? And that's that's a positive that you the positive thing you can take away. Um, I agree with you. Kai looked comfortable. That's the that that to me that was the most important thing is it wasn't about I mean we always talk about confidence and that's always the big thing but he looked comfortable he looked comfortable with his reads he looked comfortable with his offensive line something that we the number one thing is my last point he hadn't looked comfortable with that offensive line it's one two and a half in bail this time you you saw him go through the progressions you saw him trust the offensive line you saw him trust the play calling now we've been ripping the coaching staff um pretty weekly here but i want to give the coach the offensive coaches have whether it was demo whether it was canales or somebody else but they found something in that louisiana tech defense where they were able to expose that short passing game now i was kind of turned in between the world series and and, and the utep game no they did so a good job with wa- that. watching that yeah. wa- every time i would watch a pattern you know utep was utilizing that crossing route 
you know, they were using the whole field instead of trying to get, and then, and then when they opened it up late in the game with the vertical game, you yeah. could see that you could see and that there was concepts. You can see that, that the coaching staff really went in this week and were, and was really able to identify not only LaTeX's weakness, but what could be UTEP's possible strengths going forward in terms of the passing game and, and getting guys like Cowing uh, going. Jess Trussell had a, a few good catches and not only that, Wolf but had another great game. But they so. used a lot of different receivers and that was every time when I would watch the five or seven straight minutes of just UTEP football, I was impressed with them using everything at well, their advantage well, as well. I'll, I'll say this right now. The the offenses will play good. The defense, not so much. And that's even yeah. what uh, Coach Dana Damo said in the press conference today. And But at the same time, I mean, you got a quarterback, like I said, Jamar Smith. And the one thing that you, that – uh, Louisiana Tech was doing beautifully was the screen pass. It was they were setting up the screen pass, and it was it was honestly, if you're a football fan, I don't care if you cheer for Louisiana Tech or UTEP, whoever, but if you're a football fan, the way that La Tech sets up that screen pass is a work of art. It was beautiful to watch. It did about maybe five times. It was a, it was a work of art. It really was. Well, not only that, what they were really trying to do with their short passing game is they were daring UTEP to tackle them. They were putting UTEP. They were basically putting defenders on islands the entire game yeah. and i thought you know it for the most part, in terms of big plays, there could have been way more big plays. But, you know, you got to give credit to Michael Lewis. Um, guys that are out there really tackling yeah. well. Michael um, Lewis had a lot of tackles, you know, most tackles. So, so, I mean, it, it was it was a product of, yeah, Louisiana Tech had a lot of yards in this game. Um, you know, they and, put, and, they and put and I'll give points. I'll, I'll give the, the running back, Henderson, a lot of credit because I saw, like, him just uh, UTEP defenders bouncing off of him because he was just a big boy. He was powerful. He's powerful running back. Eight different receivers caught balls for Louisiana mm-hmm. Tech, but like I mentioned, I, I felt as bad as the defense was overall. You know, I felt like that was just Louisiana Tech executing their game plan. You know, it could have been worse if UTEP if if UTEP reverted to those terrible tackling games that we've seen two or three times this season, which was really concerning of me in this game. Is okay, you know, Louisiana Tech. I felt this would be their game plan: put guys in space, make UTEP tackle. That hasn't been UTEP strength all year. Did you at one point forget this was the number one team in Conference USA when you were watching this football game? The way that UTEP tackled, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. The the way that UTEP was able to hang in. So, I mean, as much as the yardage was, what, 338 he went through the air. Um, You know, rushing-wise, you know, it it is what it is in terms of what they got rushing yards, 150. But, I mean, the passing game, you know, if you really look at at UTEP the past couple of weeks of UTEP football and on the way they play defense, I mean, this could have easily been a 450, 500 yard game, um, you know. So it's kind of like you know we're we're, we're kind of looking at a, at silver lining out of a, you know out of a bad situation. But I mean, that's the realistic truth is that Louisiana Tech dared UTEP to tackle them. UTEP did for the most part, but like you mentioned, the screen game. I mean, the screen game, and and that that to me was where Mike Cox was getting just his pants pulled down. You know, in a sense, that is really what I was th- was thinking about because you're looking at those third down plays. Um, you know, Jim R. Smith, six of seven, 96 yards passing on third down. They converted two third and longs, which were both third nine and longer, yeah. and then two third down and shorts that were really, I think, backbreakers for the defense early on in the first half when they broke those down because that both of those were on the first two drives where it was 14-7. I think it was one little, actually one of them was a third and 22 or a third and long. They went and scored next drive, third down and four. They go and, and score. And, and like I said, it's and, not, it's not like they got them due to penalty. Right. They, they earned those because the rest of the exactly. year, the teams have been earning them through penalty, UTEP defensive penalty. But this time, uh, Louisiana tech earned. So, so as well as UTEP did tackle in this game and they improved, I mean, still the, the issue still remains third down. 
third down situations. LaTeX was 60% on third downs. And like I mentioned, it was, you know, their average distance with, this was the most, this was a really good credit to UTEP defense. Their average third down and distance was third and six and a half. You know, that, Right there shows that, you know, those first second down plays, they weren't breaking out the chunk plays, you know, like we've been expecting from the UTEP defense. Then you look at at, at La Tech, La Tech had six chunk plays. You yeah. know, that that is – and UTEP themselves, if you want to consider U, uh, UTEP on offense, UTEP had seven chunk plays with ten – you know, plays that went for ten yards or more. Yeah, yeah. So while this defense didn't bend and break, you know, it, there was still some negatives. But overall, you know, and, and one thing got to mention, particularly at linebacker, you know, they lost was, – was Topu went out at linebacker. Yeah. So now you're Young now two. you're down to your third or fourth string with Stephen Forrester was in there. And you got to give him um, credit because Forrester – I thought Forrester played a, a, a tremendous game for think, coming in that second Right, half. and Forrester's definitely – going to be a guy that's going to slide up in that in that in that depth chart area you know you you need those experience he's an experienced guy i'm really surprised that he started really low on the depth chart where, where he was at the beginning of the year and i know he's battled injuries his whole he's pretty much his entire utep career um but you know it, it but, was yeah i mean the way i look at this game it's like it started both teams started strong and then utep i thought they're going to score because the way the way i was looking at it la tech's defense really couldn't stop UTEP's offense because no. they had a good rhythm. They're combining the, the passing, then the running game, you know, Trayvon was doing a good job. Even Ray Flores got into the game, you know, Josh Fields was able to play in this game. So I thought when UTEP came in offensively, like you talked about, I think they were well prepared and they were taking it to Louisiana tech. But then in the second half, once you were down 28 to seven, and then you're just trying to come back. You know, the, the, the score kind of went away from them. So they kind of had to try to do nothing but passing in the second half, try to come back. And But what I, what I, what I, the way I looked at this game is that the team that's in first place of Conference USA yeah. remembered, hey, we're in first place, and they play like the first place team, and that's why they won this game. And and that's really the difference. That's yeah, I mean, that's, that's that's when a team can turn it on compared to where UTEP is still stuck in the mud and playing well and playing well, and then you know the one in six reality of a ball being snapped over your quarterback's yep. head. You know, in an op, in an inopportune time where you can get back in this ball game. You know, with one drive here, one big play here. And um, to their credit, once the ball went over the the, the head of, of Loxy, right? Uh, LA Tech scored, so that yeah. made it twenty-one to seven, and that's when he they were coming back the the following drive because I made the comment on the air is like, well, let's see what this offense has got, let's see how Kai's head is, and that's when they're driving all the way. They actually went for it in fourth down and one, got the first down, then like two plays later is when he had the fumble, but that was like in deep in Louisiana Tech's territory, so. The offense had responded. It's just that fumble, and then I think after that, that was too much for them to come back. And two things that I want to touch on with in terms of offense, and, and it's 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 really positive, really for the future in the sense is, uh, Josh Fields is really good. You yeah. know, Josh Fields needs a little bit more touches. Um, you know, I, I love Trayvon Hughes. I, I really do. I think Trayvon is that guy. He is UTEP's most experienced back. Um, you know, and, and he had a you know a decent game in a sense, thirteen for sixty. But you know, I would love to see Josh Fields get fifteen to twenty. You know, that's the, you know you got to mix it. But I would like to see Josh Fields get ten to fifteen carries. I would like to see him get into that Trayvon Hughes kind of mold of getting of getting a little bit more carries. And not only that, but I'm really impressed with Jacob Cowing. Now, obviously, he had the big touchdown to the end, and that's always going to stand out. Um, you know, more than anything, you know, fifty four yards over 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 his shoulder. Um, but you know. 
lot of people were talking about when they when UTEP signed him and he kind of came out of nowhere. The P five offers. He's not the biggest receiver. Um, you know, he's he's not a guy that that's going to be able to stretch the field in terms of every t- every down. Um, you know, he's not that freakish of an athlete, but he's a good receiver. You know, he's a really really good receiver, and you can start seeing you start seeing Kai sort of build some sort of chemistry with him. And I think those are two positive things on offense. Defense, like I mentioned, you tackled well, um, you know, but right now I, I really think this defense is in trouble just because we don't know what's going to happen at linebacker. Um, I'm not sure if we got a, 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 a Sione Topu uh, update in terms of injury Well, today. with him, it was his, um, it was his hamstring. Okay, and that's, you know. that's those are always nagging ones that, that just – it's tough to come back from those in a week. I mean, maybe 19, 20-year-old kids should be able to, but it isn't mad. Those are those are just nagging injuries. So, you know, there, there was some positives to take away from it, but the fact of the matter is that six straight losses, that's a six straight loss with double digits, you know, by a double-digit margin. Um, you know, but you're starting to see flashes that, you know what, this team is being receptive to the coaching. But – you you compare it to like you just said with Louisiana Tech, mm-hmm. UTEP just doesn't have the dogs to be able to turn it on and turn no, they it off. Don't. They have to play perfect from the minute they come out of the locker room for warmups until they take their pads off at the end of the game. You know that is really where UTEP is right now, and um, you know it's it, it's encouraging that you know what yeah it was forty two to seven I, at I, one I, point I, yeah go but ahead. I mean at least early on in the first half. I, I mean, it made me think. That, that's it, the, made, the, it made the, me think a little bit. Well, like I said, when they're going on that drive, and then yeah. the, <laughs> the snap goes over Kai's head, and here we go again, crushing the brew. And but, then, all right, get but, it back. But to I, it. I will say that if I can describe this game in one word, it's encouraging for me. You know, because I was like, okay, you hung with the number one team in Conference USA for for a half until you started making your mistakes, and that was it. You saw that you could do things. I was encouraged about the quarterback position because Kyle Loxley knew that Brandon Jones wasn't going to be coming in. We all know Gavin Hardison is not going to come in, and, and Coach Dana Dem already said today that Loxley's going to go the whole way if he doesn't get injured. Right. You know, um, so now that he doesn't have to look over his back, I think maybe that's what one of the reasons why he felt more comfortable in the pocket and why he, he, he looked composed, he looked posed, uh, composed, excuse me, poised. And he, I just thought he played a great game, except for those like that. The one fumble is what did him in, you know. That's a great point that you make. You know, it, it does make a difference. It, it really does. I think in any level. I mean, you know, from from slow pitch softball when I know, hey, we got ten guys out there. I'm not going to come out. You know, I. I, I I can I can go out there and just play. I don't got to worry about popping up in the infield and getting pulled out of the game. Because I, I kind of you know, feel that that if he knows he's he's going to be replaced because the lease is, is so short, you know that he's got to be perfect every single time. And when you try to be perfect, you mess up. Especially when your margin of error is so small and Correct. you're making mistakes and and you don't have the playmakers around to have you go off for a 350 yard game through the air. So that's a great point. And 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 now time will tell. Um, thing on the Hardison deal is, you know what, yeah, we're not going to see Hardison until somebody gets hurt, and we're not going to see Hardison until somebody gets hurt until the last four games. That was well, pretty evident. Well, we're not going to see Hardison until this game, and that's it. Because then after that, we got four left. Right. I, but I still... I, no, it, it, we're going to see Hardison. But the last four games. Yeah. Let, let me just put this scenario. You know, next week, God forbid, you know, Kai goes out in the second quarter, we see Hardison. Yes, we do. No matter how ugly it gets, because, I mean, obviously with Louisiana Tech, it was ugly in the, in the third quarter, 42-7. to seven, You know, that would have been the perfect opportunity to put Hardison in. But I think Dana Dimmel's holding those chips and saying, okay, 42-7, 
I, I, I don't even want to say this, but 42 7 at New Mexico, let's just say New Mexico State won't happen. But then, then you know, you put in Hardison at that point. But pretty much it's kind of what, you know, it's almost cliche is, you know, let your seniors finish out the season. You really don't have nothing to lose. Yes, you want to get your young guys in there. You want to get Hardison some love. You know, you want to get Deion Hankins and, and he's going to play no matter he's what. Gonna play he's going to play, But, you know, I think at this point it this is This will best be the last wait. week we don't see we don't Deion see. Hankins yeah, play. Yeah, I agree, too. So, you know, that's something to also look forward to. And when you said the word encouraging, you know, we're not talking about, oh, this team's going to make a big turnaround. What's encouraging is because the last four games of the season, or the last three games in a sense after they're UAB, they're winnable. So that's when we're talking about encouraging is setting up for those last three games of the season. Look, this week against Louis, uh, against North Texas, it's going to be tough. North Texas is down. What is the line? It's, it's 20. It, it's, it's I, I know the, they're upset because they lost last second games, right. field goal or something like that. They, I know they yeah, lost but last they, second. But they, they're three and five. They've had some issues around. But they do have an experienced quarterback. They have a great quarterback. You know, that's and, a big and that's, thing. that's really the difference. So for more than anything, it's just continuing to build. The last three games of the season are the ultimate judgment for this UTEP football team. You know, we, we've, we've, we've sounded like broken records talking about expectations, what to expect from this team. You know, this team's a bad football team. There's no hiding it. We've said it. We've said it in different ways. We've said it in different ways to hey be man, nice. It is what it is. It is, it, what, it it is, is what it is. So we it's can't. encouraging to see that, you know what, this team – can play the way that they played for a segment they against Louisiana with the big boys. Tech. For that first, for that first, first quarter, quarter and a half, they played with the big boys. And if it wasn't for, I really do believe that they would have been trading because, you know, the way the game was going, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to tell them what halftime. Hey, man, what's it like being able just trading touchdowns with the number one team right. in Conference USA, you know? But, of course, that didn't happen because once that football went over Kai's head, you know, that, that was changed, it. That, that changed the whole game. So, I mean. See, but now, know, now I'm going to have to start worrying about what Gatewood, like if maybe his mentality is there, like if he's going to be kind of because that's three already he's done. In the last two games. Yeah, and that that's an issue. That, like I've been mentioning, Mike Simmons, that offensive line coach, he's on my hot seat. There's, well, I mean, you know, I mean but, but at the same time, how can you blame him? Like, like you said, like in Miami, okay, maybe right. because even Coach Demo admitted because humidity, we should have prepared him more for that, maybe a towel. But, but to me, that's a fundamental. Yeah, but, that, but, at, the same time, but at the same time, you got to like the player is responsible for what he does too. Exactly. and, and, that, and But at the same time, I mean, coaching has to step in some point. And that's a, that's a fifth-year senior, so that shouldn't happen at all. Yeah, well, that, but know, sometimes that, that's on the player too. Right, that really shouldn't. But like, I mean, like I said, like we can't play uh, Coach Demo for the fumble that uh, Kai Loxley right. had. You, that's right. Clyde trying to extend the play, trying to get a uh, – Trying to get and a you can't even play, blame Kai either because he's just trying to make a play at that point. And I mean, you know, it's you know we could go circles on that one for sure. But I mean, looking ahead to this week, twenty three points. I say it was it wasn't minus twenty. It was minus twenty three um, against a North Texas team. That you know what I'm going to be real. If UTEP can execute the, pa- the the short passing game mixed in with, you know, successful runs, you look at it, you know, they were successful in the run game. You had Josh Fields, seven carries, 52 yards, average 7.4 per pop. Trayvon Hughes averaged 4.6 per pop, 13 carries, 60 yards. That's successful. You don't got to run for 250. If UTEP can duplicate that, there's some holes in that North Texas defense, you know, and I'm not saying UTEP can go in there and shock them, but they're gonna put more. They're gonna put some points up in this game. Surprisingly, you know what have been our predictions all year: forty-one seventeen, forty-one thirteen, forty-one twelve. I've been that they're good. They covered, I, they, and they almost covered. By they the almost way. did. They almost did in this one. But I mean, either way, um, you know, I, I feel good about this offense. 
finally going into a next game just because of North Texas defense struggles. They're going to shock everybody. They're going to win this game. I've said it. Okay. Well, we'll get to that in Maybe. a minute. But, Maybe. you know, what really worries me is on defense. You know, Mason Fine, this is an op- I'm pretty sure he's licking his chops this week. Particularly, he's already dove into this Louisiana Tech film and has probably already seen the screen game, mm-hmm. the short windows, uh, the, so- the soft spots when UTEP zone blitzes. You know, he's got to be, you know, really, really feeling good about it this week. So, basically, what I'm trying to say is this hold, week. Hold, hold, hold UTEP's got to win, and if UTEP oh. wants to win, they're going to have to put up more than 30 points. So what you're saying for the first time yeah. is this time the offense is going to have to help the defense yes. out where, where the most of the season it's been the other way around where right. the defense was the one holding the offense up. Miners got to score more than 30 in this game to win. Um, that's – I think it, it's – it's. All right, I'll I give think you the that. potential is there. For the Miners to, to maybe, maybe pull it together on offense and play a complete game on offense. Because they almost played a complete game on offense on, on, on this past Saturday. Almost. You know, you take away um, the fact that, you know, Kai really didn't take unnecessary hits. Um, you know, you look at, you know, they didn't really allow any sacks really in the game in a sense. Um, which, you know, w- w- was was really encouraging to see. Um, you know, well, they, I think they had four sacks in the ball game um, that we gave, that UTEP was able to give up. But, you know, they... You you saw small improvement marks, you know. You really right. saw, and I think it's that, encouraging. It's encouraging, it's encouraging for that to at least All carry right, so over. So now let's let's talk about this North Texas. What 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 are you gonna say? You know, I'm gonna go. I think UTEP will sputter at certain points. I think early on in the game, you'll see UTEP kind of go blow for blow with them. Um, but there's there's always that segment. There's you're always saying, that you're saying they can't play the complete the complete. Perfect game. I don't think in this one. I think you, UTEP gets into the 20s. UTEP makes a mistake. North Texas scores. UTEP makes another mistake, whether it be on offense or defense. I think that's the separation in the scoreboard. I see it going 45. North Texas scoring in between 45 and 50 points, and UTEP scoring in between 20 and 30 points. I think, you know, that's really, for me, realistic is that. You know, the other end could be, okay, well, where's North Texas at in terms of psyche? They're 3-5. and five. This is not where they expected to be or where the prognosticators had them to be at the beginning of the season. You know, where is their confidence on? They're still eligible for a bowl, so there's still a lot to play for with them. You know what I mean? They can still so – UTEP. You know, in a sense, I'm just well, telling it, you, man. It's the truth. It's true. It, is, it, it, it is. is the truth. <laughs> yeah, it is a fact. Um, so you got to look at psyche as well as, as as where is the North Texas now? North Texas really, I feel, you know, what Seth Literal is going to tell their screw look or tell their, their their program, their kids this week. Look, we're in no position to take anybody lightly. You yep. know what I mean? The yep. way that yep. they yep. are. So yep. you know, maybe that's not a factor. If it's not a factor, I mean, Mason Fine. Mason Fine might shred this defense. It, you you got to come to play. You know, you you got to be able to – UTEP in this game, they're going to have to create two or three turnovers. The mistakes that I feel that could, that's going to happen and go North Texas way, where North Texas runs away with it, that is where UTEP can't not so much run away with it. They're not that team yet. But to be able to take an advantage to keep a game close in the fourth quarter, yeah, that's I, what UTEP's going to have to do. I will say this. Until they they – like you said – the way I feel, they basically have to play a perfect game. Right. No turnovers, minimize the penalties, which they did in this game. But until they do it, I'm not going to say that they're going to win because I got to see it. Yeah. I say the cover, though. It, I, you know what? I kind of want to say that, too. I, I kind of want to say that, too. I think, like I said, I, I mean, I'm, I'm giving a little bit of a spread on the scoreboard. But like I mentioned, I, I think UTEP keeps it close early. I think they keep it close early. I yeah. think there's a couple of big plays that everybody's like, what, what, what? I want to see Walter Don involved a little bit more in the passing game. Those type of – now that UTEP's developing some sort of identity – 
that's where you got to take it. So let's see what happens this weekend. Early start, one thirty our time. Thank NFL God. This, this, is, this is hopefully the last uh, night game that we had this past week. So yeah, you know that that'll, means that'll, I get to get home like maybe seven to eight o'clock at night. That's when all the fun starts. Yeah, well, they, yeah. There's like a big, uh, there's a big UFC fight this week, so I'm excited Ooh. about that. It's uh, Diaz versus uh, Mazdevar Mazdeva or something. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Utah basketball is tomorrow. It'll be a week away from the season opener. Nice. You know, we're not. F- That'll be for next week. Right. Well, we're not really, really excited about this. We're excited about November 12th. Which is New Mexico State. That's the real season opener. It was in New Mexico. I couldn't even tell you who is that they a played. Saturday? That's a Tuesday. They're playing on a Tuesday. That's a Tuesday. And I don't like that. I wish that the, I wish those New Mexico games, the rivalries would be on Saturday. Is that on the plus? That is gonna be at home, so it might not be on the plus. That's a Tuesday night here in at in at the dawn. We gotta right, be cool. there. All right. We gotta move some we might have to move some things. We're gonna things have to move around, some things. You know what I'm about. I know exactly what so, you're talking about. You know, so. We got my because that, that game right there, that's that's the big that's the whole enchilada for you to pass. But at least yeah. at least in November. You know, obviously. Wait a minute, like, dog, I got a press pass. Why do I gotta move stuff around? I'll, I'll get you a ticket. Get, All right, cool, I, man. I'll buy a ticket. There you go. That's the one game I do want to be at. So yeah, so UTEP basketball, they're they're continuing to practice, you know, that they've been working hard over the past couple of weeks. So what for what my sources have been telling me, there hasn't been no injuries or have, there hasn't been that's any good. discipline issues, academic issues. Everybody is on track for November 12th. Uh, I love to hear that. How about our boy Aaron Jones? Yo, hold up. Before I say that, I, I gotta I, I gotta say this. I have Aaron right. Jones in two fantasy leagues. He that's has why you're excited. Carried me. That, that's why you're fantasy. like that's so why you're going league, crazy because he's getting you fantasy points. The ESPN league, 34.6 points. And then my NFL.com fantasy league, which by the way, now I'll be in first place in that league. Aaron Jones gave me 44.6 That's points amazing. in fantasy football. So combined, my two fantasy teams, almost 80 points. You know how many points I got from Aaron Jones? 100 in my heart because oh, I always co- cheer for my man. I mean, how, I always cheer for my man. Let me ask you always, this. You know, always. You're, you're more of an NFL fan than yes, me. Yes, I am. Where's the ceiling for this guy? Because we we know we knew that at, at yeah. UTEP. But now that we're seeing him play with a legend in Aaron Rodgers and – this is a, a super. This is a, here's a, a contender. Here's the, thing. here's the thing. First of all, you got to realize that at first, Aaron Rodgers was was against all these guys. Yeah, like he was like he didn't like what he didn't like the new coach. He didn't like the movement. Blah blah blah. He starts making his face. He's still making his face. Were you watching that game yesterday? Still makes a face when something doesn't go the way. But now he's starting to admit that he kind of likes the young guys, the the young the the youth movement. The Williams kid is good and, too, exactly. And then with Aaron Jones, uh, with every every game, he's gaining more and more confidence. As much as it pains me that every time he has a coming up party for the particular years is against my Dallas Cowboys, Two but times. still, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the the second time, like every time they play a Cowboys, it's a coming out party for him. Uh, I, I I think the ceiling is is very high. You know, um. They signed him. Uh, what round did they, did they draft him in? Fifth, fifth round. round. So that means he's got like maybe. And this a, is his third year. He's got a year left. He's got a year left of that rookie contract. You know, and it's not one of those that I I believe that they can extend it. You know, it's not. They don't have. No. I think they have that option. So they're gonna have to pay him. He's, yeah. And then he's gonna if he keeps playing the they'll keep playing the the way he's playing. He's gonna make a lot of money in the NFL, and he's opened up the eyes of a lot of people uh, that uh, this young man has a lot of great talent. Not only that they can use him in the running game, but also the passing game, and that's where he excelled at yesterday was in the passing game and got the most yards ever for a, um, a running back. Packer running back. You know, so I think now. If they see that how diverse and what type of a weapon he can be, he's gonna 
uh, opened up. It kind of reminds me that the guy that played for, for Philadelphia, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting Spoles? his name. Mm, maybe. Uh, the running back also, maybe. Kind of like that. But he, the main thing is that Aaron Rodgers now knows that he has a weapon, whether he gives up, he hands him off the ball or he can pass it to him. You know what's the most impressive thing, though, for me is that Devontae Adams has been out for the Packers. They're number one wideout. Yeah. And so now you you basically plugged in Aaron Jones yeah. as your number one wideout yesterday. You know, maybe he would. Well, did, yesterday. You, yesterday but, but, because they weren't ready for that. Let's well, be honest. Right. Because they weren't, because Kansas City was not ready for and, that. And, and Aaron goes out there and executes. You know, that is something that you just can't coach, particularly at that level. You just got to have it. And yeah, his you post game interview was just typical Aaron. It was basically Aaron when he's talking about just heart. The humble, that's yeah. All I mean, that was. I mean, that's, that's you know, why I'm that's so. That's all why that I was. He gives me a hundred, like a hundred. Give you eighty points in fantasy. It gives me hundred percent, hundred points for me every because I'm just so happy. So shout time. out to AJ. Up, Stay healthy, man. Stay healthy. I, I was concerned when I heard that he was a medical ten. I was yeah, like, man. when they said his shoulder, and but luckily, you know, it, it was out maybe you know a quarter, if that, even less than a quarter. Um, you know, came out, ran hard, finished out the game, sixty three yards rushing, one hundred fifty one through the air. Uh, you know. This it's always great to see somebody that not only grew up in El Paso, well, played here in El Paso High School, played for UTEP, being the guy they're interviewing at the very end of the game, right. Sunday Night Football. That's yeah. always a thing of beauty. Always. Hey, just, 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 uh, just keep this in the back of your mind, though, Aaron. I mean, you know, when you make it, when you get that second deal, UTEP can use an indoor practice facility. I, I'm just man, saying. Come I'm on, just man. saying. I'm just saying. I'm Call just saying. Aaron Jones facility. Yeah, there Him you go. We'll the Aaron, no, 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 no. The Aaron Jones Performance Facility. There you, you go. got to do something crazy like that. So shout out to Aaron. Um, you know, I'm obviously watching every week for fantasy purposes, but more so just because, like Monster said, I mean, this is our guy here. Um, the best thing is, like, it don't matter, you know, wherever I'm at. If I see Aaron, like, he'll come and shake my hand. Of like, course. like he's known me for years. Great and family. I, and I don't great need family. that. Great family. Great um, family. But that's just the type of guy that he is, man. You know what I mean? So I mean, great he's family. Humble. That's why I humble. Love him. You know, the guy would do anything for the city, and, you know, he continues to do it week in and week out on the NFL level. Who do you play this week, Green Bay? I have no idea, I but whoever no it idea. is, good luck to you, my man. And give me them points. Give me them points. Give me them points. Put those minors, hey, hey, shout out to the the locomotives, too. They're in the playoffs. I mean, we're not soccer guys at all. I'm but not a soccer guy. I am an American football So I shout out to the locomotives. They uh, they did win. They're in the second round next week. I couldn't tell you who they play or what. I who, thought it was this week. They played last week, but that was the first round. I thought the game's tomorrow or something. Nah, it's Saturday. Yeah. I think they go a week. But we are not soccer guys, but we are El Paso Strong. That's right, El Paso Strong. Put those miners, bro.